Hello and welcome to a new episode of Other Record Labels. I'm your host, Scott Orr, where we talk about the art and culture of running an independent record label. And we try to demystify this process of running a record label. And we often look at things that are very tangible, very tactile, tactile, very, um, very practical. In some episodes, we maybe dive into the philosophical a little bit and we kind of uh, address some of the more uh, intangibles and implicit parts of running a record label. And that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about the reality that good things take time, that record labels take time. And I was kind of inspired to do this based on some conversations that I've been having with you. Uh, some of the record labels uh, that I've been coaching on our clarity calls and also some of the emails that I'm hearing from people, some of the frustrations, uh, some of the fears, and then of course, just the dialogue that happens uh, on subreddit and, and in our Facebook group. And there are, there are challenges. I totally get that. And as I record this, it's kind of, uh, it's the back to school season, it's fall. And if you listen to this in real time, that's you as well. And I always kind of think of that and equate that time period with uh, a, a fresh start. And, and this is a time where hopefully you've been refreshed. Uh, maybe this is a time where you're not sure if you're going to keep going. And so this is, I hope that today's episode is encouraging and I have some really uh, helpful things, very, very helpful things. And we're going to dive in the, you know, as I was speaking with someone recently and I could just hear the kind of the, the fear about this record label that they were building and, and hoping that it works. And in the back of my mind, I was thinking, you know, I think it's probably not going to work this month and it's probably going to not, not going to work this quarter. And, and this plan is very good and everything you have is good. But what if this doesn't work at all in this first year? And then if it takes two years or it takes three years, are you prepared to keep going to finally reap the rewards of your persistence and consistency? And so that was kind of the impetus for this episode is speaking with someone and realizing this is going to take time to work, even though you have a great plan and even though you have a really good market fit and, and an idea for your record label and for your artists that you think is special and, and, and drives your passion, it may still take time. Here's the reality. Social media has tricked us into thinking that things should happen quickly and not just the virality of social media posts. I mean, everything. It's tricked us into thinking that weight loss happens quickly and, and growing a business happens quickly or adopting a new habit, we've really begun to underestimate what it takes to do hard things. The fact is hard things take time. Great things take time. Otherwise, they wouldn't be hard and they wouldn't be great. If you've spent any amount of time on social media or if you grew up as a child of the internet, you are likely to fall victim to this built-in illusion that Big things happen quickly. And the reality is, is that we can't expedite good things. Social media makes us think we can, but you can't hurry up success. It, it's the one variable. Time is the one variable in business and in life, of course, but in business that we can't control. We can always inject more cash. And I hear people do that. I hear people who will get investors or will borrow money or put money on their credit cards. You can always work harder. You can you can stay up around the clock or you can bring in more people to work harder and harder. But time is that one elusive thing that it it's just not something that we can inject. It's not something that we can speed up when there's other variables that we can. We have to understand that this is a good thing that record labels take time. And that's what we're going to explore in today's episode. I have three reasons why 
uh, a record label that takes time or any uh, endeavor that takes time is actually a good thing. So here are three reasons that time is good for us, why we should embrace how long it takes to build this thing, no matter where you're at in the building process. And I know that a lot of our listeners um, already have record labels and are still in that early phase, whether it's year one or year two or year four. I mean, I remember I'll, I'll share a story in a moment, but year seven still feeling uh, misguided and not knowing what to do, feeling very discouraged. And so let's, let's dive in. Number one is time tests our resolve. Time tests our resolve. And that's what I, I personally really like about this because it makes us ask ourselves in real time, can you stick with this for 10 years? Can you stick with this for one year? Can you stick with this for a month? And I kind of like that natural litmus test that happens because of time is that it tests to see how long are we in this for? And I've always felt confident as an independent artist and as my own independent record label, I always knew that the label would be, my label would continue because I've been doing music for as long as I can remember. I've been writing songs since I was probably five or six years old and playing instruments not very well. I still don't play them very well, but I, I've been listening and obsessing over music since as far back as I can remember. And it's never wavered. I mean, it's maybe in like college or, or at certain times it would dip and then other times it would be very high but it's always been there. And so I've always thought, well, you know what? That is a test of my resolve. I know my label will always be in existence because my passion for music hasn't wavered in, in, in all of these many, many, many years. Remember I've talked about in the show and, and a lot of you have, have echoed this back. It seems to have resonated, but Michael Gerber, who authored this book called The E-Myth, um, coined this term called the entrepreneurial seizure. And it's like, I get these all the time. I even get these with just little, little projects, but you think of a great idea like, oh, there should be a coffee shop around the corner on that, in that empty building. That just makes so much sense. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, like within 24 hours, you've got a name and a logo designed and you've called around to, to roasters and you, you've done all these things. That's an entrepreneurial seizure, right? We haven't tested our resolve yet to make sure this is something that we're actually passionate about, that it's not maybe just a whim. And so what I like about time is that no matter how enthusiastic you are in week one, month one, year one, time will force us to prove how passionate we are. And you can say to someone, I am only going to eat these three types of vegetables and I'm not going to drink coffee and I'm going to only drink water for the, for the rest of my life. Well, nobody's really going to believe you until you have time on your side to say, oh, actually, for the past two years, I've only ate these three vegetables and water and I haven't drank coffee. That's far more impressive than someone saying, here's what we're going to do. So time tests the resolve of our partners and our team members. It, it lets us know who's actually in this for the long haul. And you'll start to notice at year one, year two, year three, year four, that people start to kind of go their own way, go back to school, get married, have kids, maybe aren't as passionate about the label as you are, or maybe uh, even better, maybe more people come on and you find your core group of two or three or four people who are still passionate with the label after two or three years. Number two, reason why time is a good thing, time narrows our fo focus. Now, I want to tell you about, let me say that again, because I, I didn't say it properly. 
<laughs> time narrows our focus. I sh- I probably shouldn't do podcasts. Time narrows our focus. So here's a story for you. When I I started my label, Other Songs, in 2010, and it was just with some friends. I had I had already been an independent artist, self-releasing for a couple of years. And, and then I was, I was doing some music with some other friends. I thought, Hey, let's start a label. I just thought it was cool. I just thought it would look cool. I felt like it would validate what I was doing. And I felt like having friends always made me feel less self-conscious when I would go to shows or where I try to promote my music because there was like that crowd mentality that people were kind of supporting me. Anyway, 2010 is when I started my label, but I will say something massive changed uh, around a year. Okay. So year five, I did this celebratory, um, mix where it was a compilation where I released some B sides and we, it was a little bit of a fundraiser to celebrate our fifth birthday. After that, I was like, now what, where do I go from here? And I always felt like promoting myself, promoting my record label was all that I did on social media. I know you guys feel this way, <clears throat> but like all I was doing was just talking about myself and it started to get exhausting. I felt like I am, I, I, I felt like I was annoying my audience. We have a video, we have an episode about this. Are you annoying your audience where I address this question? You can look it up, but I felt that way. And so I had this idea. What if I were to take a film crew to some recording studios at the time I was very obsessed with recording studios and recording gear and reading about gear online and watching YouTube videos about gear. I thought, why don't I just go to local recording studios we'll just chat about all this cool gear. People can just kind of like watch these videos and talk about gear. And in the meantime, I'll get to meet people in the music industry. I'll get my name out there. I'll meet people online and it'll help bolster the brand because it was my record label that was producing these videos. Well, that was a massive, massive pivotal shift for me. And this is why time helps us narrow our focus or maybe a better word would be to pivot our focus or just to focus in general, where are we going to focus our energy? So right now you might be starting this record label saying, we're going to go down this road, um, serving this certain type of avatar, certain serving this certain type of customer and, and even maybe promoting this certain type of genre or promoting a, a certain, uh, value or ethic that you're, you're passionate about. And that could change. You may double down on that and get even more specific as the years go by, or you may pivot completely and say, now actually we're doing this and it all happens naturally. It's not something you can't, you know, you can't pivot in real time. <laughs> really, it's it's like it's something that just happens over the years. But going back to my analogy and my story was as I started doing these studio tours, they were just kind of blowing up. You can still see them on YouTube. They have tens of thousands of views. It, all of a sudden, I just realized my passion for talking to other people about the music industry was was almost greater than running a record label. And then probably after do I started that in 2016. And then I think in 2018 is when I launched this podcast because it was this continuation of sharing other people's stories in the music industry and helping other people in the music industry and talking about other people in the music industry. And I'll tell you all the tide raised all tides, tides raise all boats. What's that expression? Because as I started promoting these studio tours and I started working on this podcast and networking it all in turn helped my own record label and helped my music. I don't know how it was more implicit. It was more just organic. It wasn't that somebody's like, Oh, I like your podcast podcast. Therefore I'm going to like your music. Not necessarily, but 
it ended up happening that way. It, it ended up kind of elevating the whole, and it took that pivot. You know, it took year six for me to pivot and say, I'm sick and tired of talking about myself and only promoting my artists. Let's talk about other people for a little while. And something incredible happened from there where I went from these studio tours that did well for two or three years and then pivoting into this podcast that you're listening to right now. So it doesn't just help narrow our focus, but it kind of uh, helps you nest yourself into your ideal position in the music industry. There's a musician friend of mine who I've been watching. I've only known him for about a year or so. And when I first discovered him or he reached out to me and so we've been following each other. And he was just doing the music thing on, on Instagram. And then all of a sudden, like one day last year, he did a TikTok duet. And then all of a sudden, these like influencers on TikTok, music influencers started duetting with his music. Then he did more of them. And now this guy's massive. Like within, within like one year, this guy is massive, like doing major label deals, um, just like absolutely blowing up. And I just think it's beautiful because, and I'm not to say like go and copy that. All I'm saying is that, this persistence and this working month after month and year after year, day after day, really, uh, will allow you to net find this nest in the music industry and saying, this is where I belong. This is my specific thing that I'm passionate about and that I'm good at. You just kind of keep on narrowing and narrowing. Time will help us refine how we do things, why we do things. And more importantly, it helps us discard the things that don't make us money. They don't fulfill us. They they stress us out. And so the second reason I love time is that it narrows our focus. It helps us find our place in the music industry that it that that perfectly fits our needs and our passions. And number three is time breeds consistency, which then breeds confidence. So time ultimately breeds confidence. And and let me explain. Our fans are testing us, whether they know it or not. They're subconsciously testing us. I'll give you an example. Let's say a new pizzeria opens up in your town, brand new. Well, if somebody were to ask you the next day, what, where's the best place to get pizza? You're not going to recommend that store, right? You might say, oh, there's a new shop that opened up, but I haven't tried it. But if somebody asks you, where's the best place to get pizza? Well, you're going to list off a few places that you've gone over the years that you know other people have liked, that you've probably maybe even eaten 10 or a hundred or 200 pizzas from. And there's this thing that we do as consumers where we see a new business, we're intrigued, but we kind of end up putting it through this little bit of a obstacle course, a little bit of a time test where we say, we're just going to keep an eye on that place. And if it sticks around, maybe we'll try it once. And maybe then we'll try it a couple months later and see if they have consistency and if it's still good. And then we'll wait to hear what our friends think of it, and maybe we'll wait to see it on social media or in the newspaper. It ends up, they end up, customers end up testing us, whether they know it or not. It, it really is a subconscious thing that we do. And I just think that this is something that time allows. If we are consistent and we're persistent, then eventually that will create confidence in our audience and the people that we're trying to attract and the, and the people that we want to support us. At the same time, the industry is testing us too. I found this, and again, this is really subconscious, but over time, when we start to realize, I've seen that label on Twitter, I've seen that label mentioned on Indie Heads, I've seen that label in magazines, or or seen their artists on Spotify, on great playlists on Spotify, or heard them in TV shows. Over time, we start to realize, wow, 
I've heard of that label a lot, or I've heard about that brand a lot. And this type of recognition happens. And so a lot of people in the industry, you know, maybe it's a distributor and you reach out to a distributor and say, hey, would you carry our titles? Well, if you've only been around for a year, that's going to be hard to do. But if you're a label that's been around for five years or six years and been consistently great and consistently reliable and people have been talking about you, that really attracts people in the industry. That attracts people on a professional level, not just fans. And the other thing is that time just helps us get better and more efficient at doing this thing. And I love being consistent. That's something I aim for with my label. It's something I aim for here at other record labels. I aim for it in my personal life. I just want my days to be consistent. I want to try to be the same person in everything I do. And I think that time allows us to prove that we can be consistent. And when we are consistent, it then breeds confidence in our industry, amongst our fans, and also in the artists that we want to work with. I mean, an artist, you know this, if you're pitching, if you're a brand new label and you're pitching yourself to an artist, the artists are hesitant to work with a brand new label. But if a label's been around and it's proven itself over the years, then it's a lot easier to pitch yourself to an artist. Even if you don't have massive success in your portfolio, just the fact that you've been around, you've been doing this and you're showing your resolve and you're showing your persistence can be impressive to the artists as well. Remember, Building is something that you do. It's an active verb. It's the compounding of efforts. It's the act of taking a single brick and adding it to a wall. But growth, that happens naturally. It's a passive verb. It's not something you can speed up or slow down and not directly correlated with your efforts. Sometimes it happens fast and sometimes it happens painfully slow. But it's important that we realize the difference between building and growing, and we can build all we want. We can work 24 hours a day, which I don't recommend. And, you know, we can, we can burn out and we can spend lots of money on materials and supplies to feel like we're building quickly. But growth is something that just happens naturally. Sometimes it happens in a massive spurt and sometimes it feels like we haven't been growing at all. And then we look back over two years and we go, oh, things are actually growing. So listen, I hope that this has been encouraging for you as we enter into this new season. And wherever you listen to this, I hope that this has been encouraging for you. It's something when I do episodes like this, it's something that I need personally. I need to kind of talk about this, talk through this, remind myself of this, to think back on the years where I'm at now for 12 years of running my label and how things have evolved, how this time of 12 years have tested my resolve, how things that I view are that are important, or strategies that I know work have changed drastically over the past 12 years, how I've been able to focus on things that I'm most passionate about or that make me the most uh, money in the sense that it helps me sustain this career in music. And I love how time has allowed me to just be consistent and to keep on showing up and to 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 hopefully breed confidence with with the people who have been watching my label and and watching me. So listen, I hope you found this helpful and uh, let me know. You send me an email and and let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, And I just, I honestly really hope this has been encouraging. 